0: Welcome, one and all, to the DL debate. Thanks so much for tuning in this evening. Now, live on Highland Radio, or back via podcast. This is your weekly GA roundup in the Northwest and across the country. And uh, it was a tough weekend for Donegal, I must admit. Four teams losing at the weekend. Very, very unusual. We were hoping for a bit of good news, but it didn't happen. But listen, that happens in football um, and hurling and everything else. Uh, you, you must dust yourself down and get ready to go again. Uh, I just want to thank, of course, Michaela there for the news, and Ivan Borden with the per R Plus, fair play to Ivan. Uh, me and him are at school together, Do you know that, Joe? Joe Dex has kept me right here. Not a bad goalkeeper, he was not this time. I think uh, his real talent was spinning the, spinning the tunes. He's been doing that since then. Uh, thanks to Ivan, of course, a top man. Good to see him every Monday evening. Um, as I saying, our county teams at the weekend... Um, our under 20s losing to Sligo, uh, 11 points to 112 after an opening day defeat to Derry in the Leo Murphy Cup, which is the pre-season tournament in under 20s before the championship. They have Mayo up in two weeks time. Uh, Mayo, Mayo McLean side looking for a positive outcome from that. Our ladies lost to Waterford and later Kenny, seven points to two eight. Um, my ladies Listen, that was their fourth defeat. Uh, There's only one side goes down from that uh, top-flight division, so there's still an opportunity for Donegal to claw their way out of that. And no better man than Maxie to get a plan together for that. Our footballers... Of course, lost to Monaghan. Uh, shortly, we'll be talking to two former greats of the game, Paul Finlay and Kevin Cass. Uh, Paul of Monaghan and our own Kevin. Of course, Paul's still playing for Bally v and won in championships, the Evergreen uh, Paul. But first, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Hurling boss, Mickey McCann. Uh, and what was still a very positive start to the season for our hurlers, even though we went down to Meath at the weekend. Mickey, welcome to the show. Thanks, Brent. Mickey, great great to talk to you, Mickey. Um as I said, uh, opening day opening uh, victories against uh, Sligo and away to London, Mickey, a tough assignment now to Meath, you know, playing in the they come down from two A playing in the Joe McDonough, you know, it was going to be a tough prospect, but it was a game still we competed in uh, up until the last quarter.
1: Yeah, it was then and um up, was the third of the season that Meath were hot favourites, they probably won this division and we all, every other team in it knows that. Um but luck, we were down. Brendan, we had a real go at them. It was a, it was a tough breeze, and we set up solid in the first half. And luck, with we 32 minutes gone, there was only three points in it. And then they had a wee purple patch in the last three or four minutes. They put six between us at half time. But um, we know at half time, which is we'd have a real go at them, and, and and we did. You know, and 55 minutes gone, there was only three points in the scoreboard, and, and and us for the breeze behind us. You'd have thought maybe we were going to run them tight, but um. To be fair, Brendan, they were a good outfit and, and and they emptied the bench and and they finished very strong and and they showed a lot of step, uh, depth in their panel, you know. Um, but look, we're, we're relatively happy, Brendan. We, we 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 knew not far away from them, but um, at the same time, that there could have been a point at least in us for the game. But uh, they pulled away by in the last ten minutes from us, you know.
0: Yeah, it sounded like a real physical contest. Um. Maybe, maybe just it got a bit tough towards the end of it for us, but certainly we, we give as good as we got up into that. Uh, i just seen reference to a few uh, battles that were going on all over the pitch, uh, even, even with a, our own man inside in their fallback. There looked like there was a real uh, tussle going on there in terms of, of, of physical battles, and it sounded like the crowd really warmed to that.
1: There was uh, it was a good atmosphere, and there was a good crowd in When um, I suppose Richie Ryan... W- was a handful for them in the first half, it's full forward for us, you know. He had a bit of power over the fullback and stuff, but um, on the second half they did up their big wing back. Back, I mean, was actually bigger and and, and very physical than Richie too. So um, that ended up a battle, and um, it worked in their favour. Now he, he he was very solid in there. That the change they made, you know, and it worked for them. But um, it definitely was a physical encounter, and you know, something we've been working on is our fitness condition over the year, but um. At the same time, me, me, from very conditioned. But in the last ten minutes, they just had a wee edge on us. You know, um, we we're getting a lot better, but um, they just showed that 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 level that they play at as 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 we we step up, you know, and the proves so in the last ten minutes. They're very conditioned, and, and their bench made a big difference to them. You know.
0: Yeah, and and let's make that that's natural. Every step up is going to come with more preparation, more physicality. So, <clears throat> I suppose you're getting a bit of a flavour for that, but you certainly. You know, you know, give give it your all, and and Mickey, we've spoken before about Donegal being in two A, and not, I'm not saying you're ever comfortable in there, Mickey, but we certainly know our way about the division now, and we can handle it. And if you're playing a side that has has come down a level, it's great to test yourself against them. But certainly, we're no longer two A used to be a thing, or two B used to be a thing where. It was something we would we would get up to and get relegated. Now we're we're holding our own in there, and I suppose it's only if you can do that for a few seasons. And Mickey, can you possibly think about taking another
1: step? Um, that's, that's, that's actually I say, massive step, Brendan. The hurling's so tiered, you know. Um, uh, suppose in football, on any given day, a division three team gets set up and give a, a division football, division one football team a game. You know, it's, it's so different in, in hurling. Um, uh, if we up another level, you're up under the carries and the off You know, and. Look, I feel with this young side we're we're at our level at the minute, maybe in a few years time aye, but um the concentration is to, to stay in two B, you know, and, and maintain that level of hurling and, and try being hurling on the county. You know, we're a young side yesterday we started with maybe five five hundred twenty, score in a way. Um, you know, it's a young team that boys are making their debuts against the likes of meat and stuff now, which is far times changed times from years ago. So, um but then I think the level right at the minute is, is good. You know, if we get the semi-final spot, we'll, we'll always push to, to get on and try to get a, a rattle up to two A. Um, but it's a massive step, and you know, um, the, the the aim is they, they they get comfortable in this division, and and to get a semi-final spot, we'll we'll have a go at it surely. But um, if we get another point or two, it should see us safe. You know, so uh, with two home games coming between me or between. Uh, Wicklow and and Tyrone, so hopefully we can get a point or two at either of them and that that's put us safe for another year and possibly maybe a semi-final shot so we can look at that then, you know.
0: Yeah. Mickey, a lot of, obviously, discussion and consternation in many ways over our underage football academy and things that's happening there. Just with those young players you mentioned, are you happy enough with underage hurling at the minute in terms of, you know, the coaching and and the backup that you're getting from the county?
1: Well, we've got three or four players through in the last you know and and, uh, and the panel now we get keeping maybe five or six the problem was been when they come out on their 20s and, and hurling they, they, if they didn't get on the senior panel there was no hurling at all and, and you know in the club scenes maybe only four or five matches a year so you were losing boys and, and, and uh, that wasn't right you know so I think at the minute maybe Eddie Gaffey's in there, under 17s and Paul Burns under twenty. You know, so there's definitely a structure, a better structure in place than what has been before. You know, and these boys are have S and C coaches on with them now too. And you know, there's definitely a lot of effort going on and there's steady numbers. So hopefully, we'll see the benefits of it. You know, in a few, two or three years' time, but over over the last two seasons, you know, we've picked up four 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 very good players. Five maybe. You know, so um, if you get that if you get that coming through every every couple of years then it's definitely going to it's definitely
0: going to be hurling, you know yes yes and make just on that uh, london trip there i see there's a big break now three weeks to uh to your next game as you as you're saying there but that that trip to london was it was there a chance to you know when you're on a way trip like that it's a good time for the lads to get together and kind of about a bit of bonding but i'm just wondering was there there's a lot of games coming thick and fast there it might have been more a more a world one stop than a in a, a weekend in London that you could maybe take a take a bit of time and go together as the lads?
1: Yeah, well it was good. No, to be honest it was a great again, Brent, but, but there wasn't much uh, no, we bonded in our and after the match the boys had a, had a few drinks you know but um, that, that stopped as soon as it got to the airport you know you carry yourself good as a team and we, we do that now And but uh, definitely it was good weekend it was good for bonding and it's something that we, we would need to get to maybe another weekend or to do the before the championship, uh, it's always good and creates good morale, you know. So uh, but it was overall it was a good weekend, Bren, and, and the result really made it. Made the yeah. boys in good form on the way home. So um, uh, they they definitely we created a good wee bit of spirit there over there, you know. But um, as I say, as you said, it was a bit of a world you you're just dropping off, the matching. They got a couple of drinks, but uh, straight on the plane home again. So um, has been am fairly quick, you know. Yeah,
0: I've, we had a couple of. Dangerous weekends or over there, Mickey. That's what I was asking that we played on on the Saturday and uh, it cut loose a few times now. But that that was that was back then. Things are a bit more serious now, all right, Mickey? Just on that three week break, is that unusual for such a break now? And and what way do you keep training uh, before this uh, uh, Wicklow game in Letterkenny?
1: Well, what happened then? The meet, we weren't supposed to attend meet last week. We we actually requested that because uh, Stephen Gillespie is getting married this Friday, so we tried to get that weekend freed up and meet. We've accepted the request so uh, that's why we probably should have had only a two week break, you know. Um but uh no not good to regroup brand now we're in the McGurk Cup final which could be fixed over the next over the next two weeks now and between this break. So um that that'll be a game against Jordanstown which be, which will be good to get out and, and get a look at some of the boys in the panel. So we'll we'll use that game. But no it's good to get uh regrouping brand. We we're we caught we've picked up three but Bad injuries in uh, London with, with Danny Collins last yesterday and Christian McDermott and Stephen Gillespie We've gone to look we're at our third and six in London. We, we were down three of them yesterday, so um, we're putting your damn bodies fixed and ready for Wicklow the two week break. We'll be well welcomed. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Uh, listen, Mickey, keep up the good work. Uh, fantastic job being done there by you and your backroom team. We wish all the lads the best in the rest of the league and in the championship. Thanks, Brent. Mighty stuff, mighty stuff. That's Mickey McCann there, our hurlan Bannister, taking Donegal from strength to strength. Uh, and as I said at the top of the show, we're going to look across the G E county scene now uh, in the company of Paul Finley and Mickey McCann just after these breaks. These
2: advertisement breaks even. Is that right, Joe? He's got his thumb up. <laughs> The DL Debate with Sister Sarah's letter Kenny Serving food you'll love till 9pm daily in Sarah's Kitchen. And there's free admission entertainment every weekend. Good to go. Paul Finlay,
0: are you in the chat room or the Zoom room or whatever we call it here, Paul? Are you welcome? I, I'm there, Brendan, yeah. Paul Goodman, Kevin Cass in the house, yeah, does he, Joe? Kevin's on his way yeah I think he was training some underage boys tonight he's probably showing them that kick uh, against uh, um, what do you call him Kildare that day he's probably showing them what he did he probably does (laughs) that at the end he he probably shows that at the end of every session I know I would Paul if I had a kick (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah,
0: you'll be joining us shortly Paul but listen hey we can shoot the breeze anyway myself and yourself Paul um Huge two points for, for Monaghan uh, yesterday. It was it was almost do-or-die stuff, even though it was the third game after Monaghan's two defeats, Paul. So you must be very happy that they came out the right side left victory.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was a huge game, uh, I guess, for both teams um, yesterday, but more, more probably a wee bit more in it for Monaghan, uh, being a home match and uh, drawing blank uh, from, from the first two outings, and particularly the bad showdown in Kerry. Uh, you know, really poor show, you know, coming back up the road you know everybody under a lot of pressure new management team you know a lot of the players probably feeling the pressure as well so probably a little bit more on the line for Monaghan yesterday and um, I think that shone through in the last uh, 10 or 15 minutes when Monaghan's needs just seemed to be that little bit greater and they showed that and there was plenty of uh we plenty of appetite from the Monaghan guys. A few substitutes introduced, uh, you know, put on a, a big show, and yeah, it, it 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 certainly got Monaghan over the lane
0: Yeah, and listen, Jack McCarron called called back in. I mean, he just seems to be the go to boy, whatever Monaghan are are stuck particularly in the league there. And uh, of course, Stephen O'Hanlon, you know, three points, Jones, one, two, and then as you know the, the the likes of Darren Hughes and. You know, just all he would bring to the game as well. You know, he, he, we knew McManus was going to be coming in. As it stands, I don't think it, he was overly needed, but he still, of course, had kicked him a couple of frees, settling frees as well. So th- suddenly things looked uh, not too bad for 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 Monaghan. Um, the, the defeat last week—I mean, they give Armagh game first day out, huge defeat to Kerry. I'm trying to figure this out, um, Paul, because Kerry definitely were out of sorts against us. Um, they, they they beat us by eleven points. Then they get hammered by Mayo. So uh, is it a case that just maybe it was one of them games uh, down, in, down in Kerry? I know we all go down there not expecting to win, but it was one of them games maybe Kerry just flexed their muscles and, and, and Monaghan wilted a little.
3: Yeah, look, there's a few things at play, I think... Um, you know, first foremost, you can, you can get days like that in National League, like you know, early doors in the season. Um, you know, you just just whatever whatever reason, you, you go down to a, an away venue, uh, and you're you're thinking, yes, we're we're good to go, and and, and for, for whatever reason, it just doesn't happen. And Monaghan probably had one of those. Along with that, they went they went out with a very inexperienced team, like there was none of those guys that you mentioned, Ed Below and Kerry Darren Hughes, Conor McManus, um, you know, and and an issue for Monaghan, and it still remains. Uh, even, even in uh, the victory yesterday is midfield um, really sort of you're looking at very inexperienced you know guys you know I, I just watched Colin Lennon a guy from my own club uh, talking out uh, and starting at midfield against Kerry below and Killarney and <sighs> He plays wing half back for us, like and, and played, uh, you know, that in that position all through our club championship. You know, never played midfield, and yet Vinny was forced almost because he didn't have anybody else to to, to throw column into the middle. And you know, Killian Lavelle is relatively new; he's he's a couple of seasons under his belt. But you know, it's just when you go down to a. a, a you know, a place like Killarney, you know, Kerry, real enough, a defeat to yourselves, you know, they, they, it was a big two points for them to get yeah. them up and going. And, you know, they, they just turned it on and found Monaghan a wee bit vulnerable and, and they really put them to the sword. So, you know, you come back up the road and you're, you're you're licking your wounds and training, it has to be better that week. And everybody knows that there's a big game coming, home match in Clonus. And all of a sudden, you know, you get a wee bit of bounce from the crowd. And, uh, you know, Monaghan did get the you know, got the scores that were needed. Then you know, towards the end of the game, Darren Hughes was immense yesterday, um, and that was his first showing uh, for Monaghan this year. He was he just had a massive presence. He he really made his presence felt in the game. I thought from the from the very start, and particularly coming into that last quarter. Himself and and begging with a few you know great kickouts and McManus you know just coming on yeah he may not have been needed Sean Jones was probably uh, equally as good coming in Um, Jack yeah. you know, he he pulled up in the first play against Armagh, so we hadn't seen a pile of him. You know, this year, but back back on the field, I wasn't sure whether to expect him yesterday. But it was a huge plus to see him starting for Monaghan, and uh, he certainly not seven. You know, between Freeze and 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 marks, and from from play, yeah. you know, he had a massive um, massive game. So that that's really where the, the where Monaghan got the victory yesterday it was a couple mm. of key guys and sprinkled in with it. It's good to see some new faces coming into it. You know, Vinny has been forced to to, to give some new guys a, a game, and uh, but look, good, good victory, much needed victory, a wee bit of a boost to, to the, the whole setup. And they, you know, they can look forward to Common at, at, at home this week,
0: yeah, certainly. Not seven, the man used to wear seven, Kevin Cass We were, we were joking there, Cass Uh, good to join, good, good to hear from you, Cass We were joking. You, you kicked that, uh, you're down training the wee boys, you show them that point against
4: Kildare at the end of every training session. Is that what happened to you? Is that why you were late? That's it to me. I, you know, I see. I seen Jap do it many times down Sligo
0: IT. So that's where <laughs> I got the idea from. It. <laughs> that's right. You're out Sligo IT days, God. That's. I remember joining us a few nights. I that was a hairy, hairy assignment. <laughs> 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 Cass, listen. Uh, uh, Paul was mentioning in Monaghan, being a bit vulnerable there at times. Um, I don't know, Cass. I, I I haven't seen a vulnerability in a long time in our defence the way it is now. You know, uh, man for man, or you know. Collectively defending as a team, you know, we seem to have abilities going forward, given them we've big men round round the middle. But certainly when when a team gets a run on us or, or teams are attacking us, you know, we just seem to be so wide open and it won't bomb us back obviously. But Oisin Gallen and Langan as well. But it's it's even Owen as a forward attacking type player. Kevin, how did you read in that game yesterday? Because we were we were doing well in half time and a few minutes in the second half when we we went a couple of points up. But um, you know, after that, uh,
4: Modern completely destroyed us. Yeah, like you'd be happy enough for the first half to be and obviously we been a point up and maybe kicked a few wides, you know. But then the, Mullen definitely got a grip, especially around the middle of the field and you kind know, of overpowered us and overran us. But then, do you know what as well? Do we we spoke about, I think that was the last time I was on to use myself in the iron cairn a couple of months ago. And we spoke about this to be but the, the difficulties that Donegal are going to face going forward because we've gone through 10, 12, 14 years here not alone club level but every club team in the county who are playing blanky defence so we don't have the guys who have gone through their careers been coached to man mark mm. and we, we are going to struggle at like that for, for a while like, you know what I mean there's no, there's no shying away from it and you can't blame the young guys that are there because they've come through youth teams and it, it's just been the way it's been so successful for Donegal and it worked for so long but then the game's evolved and I think it's going to take a wee bit of time and it's going to take the club teams to get away from that mm. before we can we can go at that man-to-man stuff again. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a few problems here, Cass, and even Joe, we're saying you're kind of sideways. It looks like you're going to fall off the screen. Maybe you can swing <laughs> swing yourself around. <laughs> I know, I know. It he looks like he's going to slide <laughs> off there on his ball. But, uh, Cass, just just on that point, you know, if, if mm. we don't have the man-to-man the man, the man markers, they say, to take people, then we have to form a system. You know, and I know. You know, we talk about conveyor belts of talent and players coming through, and we still have injuries, and and lads are just coming back in it. But if we are a bit vulnerable at the back, then we need to form a very tight unit. I mean, I was in own Saturday night. I mean, the way Derry defend as a team now, one to one, they're all serious, and you can see there's a lot of work done at training. But as a team, the shape is is perfect. So, you know, we got to find a way to do that. If we are if we are a bit suspect at the back, one and one.
4: I think that's the big thing for Paddy Power, and I think listen, there's no, there's, they're bound to be working on this stuff to be, but it just takes time. Do you know what I mean? Like, we can't, if we're not good enough to go man-to-man, then we can't, you know, just leave the boys hanging out to dry. We have to have a kind of system, but again, that takes time. And you're, you're good at it now with a couple of big players not there. You know what I mean? Your Ryan McHugh's not there. Your own band is just back. You know what I mean? Hugh McFadden's just getting up to the pitch of things. Langan's just back in. So I think it'll take time before we see the proper Donegal. One thing I was delighted with, and even though against Tyrone we tried it as well. And we gave a few away. We're trying to kick the ball to be. We're trying to play a different style. But again, that leaves us a wee bit exposed in the back. But I'm hoping that through time and maybe you know, another two points here or there, could see the boys safe and it would give them that confidence to keep going with the system. You know. Yeah, I suppose well, uh,
0: Paul, the home thing. You know, straight away you're looking at Donegal thinking right, we're in serious trouble here. Now we're still on two. You're on two. Tyrone's on two. So there's still an opportunity there. And I was just thinking about, you know, these two home games. If you were to conjure up a victory, I mean how big was like the home venue for you and Clonus and that closing stre- stretch in terms of the crowd getting behind you and the team that was under pressure lifting it's it's
3: it's huge. It's absolutely you couldn't talk highly enough of it, like and and it's very hard to sort of measure it, but just the feeling I was there and you know, from the very start, Rory Began kicks a couple of massive frees, which are bonus scores in any game, um, from from outside the scoring zone, fifty meters, and he he puts them straight over the bar. Straight away, the crowd are up, and they're getting behind the team, and there's a good feeling in the ground. Now, the the, the teams were very very evenly matched, like you know, right through the game. You know, there was just nip and tuck. There was there was nothing in it. You were thinking, right, who's going to get grab a spell here? A goal in the game was going to be huge, and I suppose, you know, looking back at the game. You'd be foolish to think that Monaghan's, you know, maybe eight points a better team because I really don't feel that they are. Um, Donegal would have a few to come back in, you know, few few lads as Cass says, only getting back at it. Uh, you know, Jamie Brennan hit the crossbar. I think it, it was eleven points apiece, and he's mm. through and hits the crossbar that hits the back of the net. You know, Monahan's struggling to get back in the game thereafter. Like, and there is only maybe fifteen minutes to go. Mm. So you're, you're looking at a completely different different game if, if 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 that was the case. So so Monaghan sort of rode their luck in that occasion and then ended up you know going up the field, putting a real squeeze on Sean Patton's kick out. I thought Monaghan probably in the, in the second half in particular. You seen Rory Beggin coming out and filling the big space on on one flank and Darren Hughes on the other. And Sean Patton was struggling to you know to find a man. And there was a couple of times you know Monaghan really just put them, you know got, got scores, got quick scores off a Donegal kick out, and then that was game over. Like t- Three four points up, and uh, you know there's no way back for Donegal. So that's that's how finely balanced it is. Um, you know, I I do feel that both teams still have their work cut out to remain in Division One, as I, as I talked about. Monahan have their issues at midfield, um, and you know no, nowhere nowhere near you know where you'd like to. Just some some interesting sort of players that Monaghan were able to introduce yesterday gives you some optimism, you know, going into later on in the year where, you know, if you were to think of Sean Jones, Jack and Conor McManus, uh, young O'Hanlon, all on the pitch at the same time in, in really good nick, you know, that that would be a, that's a potent forward line for, for any team. And. It it would give you a little bit of uh, encouragement for going forward, but look, there's loads of football to be played. The home the home venue is 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 key, and Monaghan, as I say, have Ross Common coming to Clonus next week. They've had a, a brilliant start, but you know no better way for for uh, you know to take to clip their wings, shall we say, than, than a trip up the Clonus. And you know Monaghan should be buoyed from the performance yesterday and gain a little bit of confidence. And you know that, that could easily you know notch another two points from that one.
0: Yes, indeed. Yeah, looking a bit more positive for Monaghan, lads. Just stay with us here. We're going to come back to you after this advertisement break. Yes, welcome back to DL Debate. My guests are Paul Finlay and Kevin Cass, Evergreen Paul Finlay. I was I was going to say former players in the, in the intro there, of course, Paul still playing and won in championships uh, with Bally Bay. Uh, no bother to him. Cass, listen, Paul was just saying there about that goal chance at Jamie Brennan, just before we close off this game. Um... Could we have been talking about something different tonight if that hadn't been done? Would there have been something there? Let's say we even took a draw out of it. Um, Kevin, was there you know, a capitulation, six points in a row, followed after that, uh, and, and really Donegal, maybe, as Paul was saying before, both teams a bit brittle, and something like that, where uh, a spell Monaghan get at home, Donegal were back to the wall, and then the game went away from us.
4: 100%, like, you know, it's just it's just the game inches, and that goes in, Davey, and, you know, we know that Monaghan are under pressure coming in the game, we know Donegal are under pressure coming at the game, that hits the net, you know, and the crowd then, maybe, you know, the added pressure in Monaghan, you just don't know, and then, like, once Monaghan going to start rattling, rattling off the points, obviously the crowd get, get behind you, and, like, the two teams at the minute are a bit brittle, but, you know, obviously, um, Monaghan just took took the game with the scruff of the neck after that um, I suppose piece of luck or whatever well, you want to put it but definitely we could have been speaking about something different because there's not that much of a gap between the two teams so um, yeah, without a doubt Donegal could have been uh, talking differently this weekend Yes, Cass, indeed, boy, indeed, Cass. I'm
0: twiddling a few knobs here. Joe Dex has me got got me learning the the system here. So you bear you bear with people, man. There's a lot of buttons in front of me here. You um, he should be well used to the dax. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while, Joe Dax. The very the very main man. We're just looking through. I was I was queuing up because uh, we we were talking to um, a Paddy Carr after the game, uh, Cass, and he's you know, just on about, um, we we need like a learning process and we need to, listen, basically dust ourselves off and go again, Cass. But, you know, I'm still looking for the tactics in that, you know. I mean, it's all right kind of giving it a go kind of talk and, you know, we'll we'll give it our all and, and stuff to get. But we really need, I suppose, I think some kind of process of play in there to see how we're going to... Sure up our problems and our problems are you know, we're definitely at the back as as they say, shipping one hundred twenty. But say after the match, um Oshin caught up with him in the game. Here's what they had to say
5: time and we missed an awful lot of chances and just at this level you're always being punished over that and you know we came out and just that same thing that happened as last week just didn't kick on when things were or you know the second half there uh, look it was, it was very disappointing uh, we're not there's a lot of soul searching going on in, inside there and that's the way it has to be There are a good bunch of lads they're very upset with themselves about the way they let that game get away from themselves and it just seemed to come down to it just like we were looking Back there through a lot of the opportunities and, and, and scores that uh, Monon got. And it came through that issue of us allowing the ball to be turned over. Like there's a few lads out there who turned over four or five times, and Division One, you're punished all the time for that. Yeah. Uh,
4: 11 9 up 10 minutes into the second half, and he was remotering well at that stage, but then all of a sudden Monon just hit you for six in the bounce a
5: little. Yeah, and look, you know, we you, that little bit of. We, we always knew at, at, at this level, if you can get ahead, put a bit of distance we just didn't put Monon in the place that we wanted to put them and I suppose you know the ball coming off the the crossbar there that would have put a wee bit of distance between us and that didn't happen you know but look you know we played two very strong teams in Tyrone and Kerry and you know that is not something that we're happy about at all, and we've absolutely no option but to kick on. There's a lot of points still to be got in the uh, in, in this league yet. We, we're not uh, in any way feeling sorry for ourselves, even though we are hurting a good bit. But we have to get. We just have to get up and get ready and get going, and that uh, make sure that the heads are right for what's going to come at us next week.
0: So, Cass, so Cass what do you think uh, about Paddy there? Um, he says there's a lot of points to play for. Where are you targeting now? I mean, ultimately, you're looking at your home games. I mean, Galway, even with players missing, um, had too much for Tyrone, who completely bossed us the week before. Um, is it a question of of just trying to get that crowd, Kenny behind you and then having a go with Mayo, who again had a brilliant performance um, against Kerry at the weekend? Like, or where are you seeing possible points coming out of this I mean we, people are thinking maybe it could come down to us from Common on the last day anything but at the minute with the Rossies you know so where do you think we can get points to, to to get out of this relegation trouble and stay in the division?
4: Yeah well first of all I think I don't think as Paddy spoke about soul searching there I don't think these lads need to soul search as much I think you know and you know, here in Donegal, Divi, we're, we're quick to get on, on teams' backs, but I think we need to afford the guys a wee bit of support and time here. And I agree with you, we need, we need to get behind them as much as we can. And I, I actually see this weekend, Davey, is the one where we need to lay lay down a marker. Like, oh, they are obviously last year's finalists and they're going well, but like, they're still missing Comer, Walsh and Finnerty. Do you know what I mean? So you need to be, you need to be targeting this weekend and there should be a sting in the tail for the boys. listen, we're going into Larry Kenny. I know our record's not great there, um, even against Galway in recent years. But I'd be targeting this one to be because if you don't manage to get a result this one, then it does start to really, really look bad for us and the pressure will start to build. So if I was inside the camp, I'd be looking to turn it around this weekend immediately.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and Paul, for, for yourselves now, I mean, good buzz in the county. You know, there was... Obviously, Vinnie Corey coming in, it looked like you were a bit in transition. Yous have flirted with relegated every every season the last couple, and again it was looking that way again, Paul. But listen, it's it's a it's a shot now at, at Ross Common, who you know they've won the matches. Well, they're playing well, but they're certainly not un- unbeatable beatable side views. Particularly how you finished that game uh, against Donny Give you great heart going into that match.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I just just would not be. I'd be very. I think Monaghan's very much, uh, maybe like Donegal and in the same. Yeah, you you guys have more injury concerns. Maybe Paddy McBrerdy, like, is going to be a huge loss to you. Owen Hugh, O'Ryan, um, you know, still to come back, and it's looking maybe like Championship. Maybe before you will see him. So that they're two huge, huge, huge losses, Monaghan. Um, we, we we're very much wanting to give Vinny uh, some time, and I think the Monaghan supporters need uh, to give him give him some time to try and build a new team. Now there's still a good sprinkling of of experience within the squad, which has probably helped them yesterday. Um And you know it's 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 always better when you have a a, a good Spain and a good few lads that've been around for a while. You know, added into a, a, a lot of young fellas. So. The mix was good yesterday, um, but I, st- I still feel I, w- I would not feel that Monaghan are are on the up flicker, or or they've, they've they've sort of because I, I just feel that that game could have on a, another day, you know, could have been a draw or could have ended up in a one or two point defeat. So there's 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 nothing more to talk about other than a, a good boost, uh, a morale boost, a good boost for the for the for the, the team and the squad. You know that that they've been working hard. I'm sure since they got started up uh, before Christmas. Um, looking forward to getting going in the National League under a bit of pressure from the very start, two, two defeats from two matches. So it's nothing more than just a, a little bit of a boost. Um, they go ahead and beat Ross Common this weekend, and of course, then you can start to think, okay, okay, we, we really have a great chance now of of avoiding the drop and maybe doing something even better. But whatever it is about Monaghan, they're, they're just resilient. Um, They'll they, not, not go down without a fight, and so that's more that's all you can ask for. You know, Vinnie's bound to be uh, thrilled today with with how, how the team bounced back from that uh, Kerry defeat. You know, there was no, you know, you could see that the, the energy in the team. They were playing for them. They were they were battling as hard as they possibly could. And when you when you when you have a Monaghan team doing that, the the the, the, the crowd and the, the supporters will, will will get behind you and and push you on. And it certainly helped yesterday, and no doubt it'll help next weekend. And if they can get that performance and get a get a victory there, they'll be in a good place. But on the, in the more long term, you know, you you, you certainly just are still looking at breeding a lot of new fellas into the yeah, team. There's a, there's a wee
0: there's a wee guy in there I have to ask you about David Garland. Uh, I covered uh, a Jordanstown and UCD. He was absolutely phenomenal. I I think he had 3-4 on the night. As good as forward as be- a performance as I've seen. What what's the story with him?
3: Yeah, so he's not in the panel but um he he's uh I think he's he's cited uh, you know study co- commitments and and uh, past the possibility of going away later on in the year, um, maybe to to the US. So, okay. David has been in and out of the Monahan panel, uh, uh, even in Banty's time. Um, he, he was phenomenal in, in the Monaghan Championship last year. Like he, he ended up the top scorer, and granted, there was some relegation games and all that uh, in there, and he, he scored heavily in those. But he, he's absolutely outstanding. Like you know, for a gay small in stature, mm. he kicks frees from from way way outside uh, where he should be kicking them from, and he, he's a credit. For some reason, it just has never happened for him in a Monaghan jersey. Like, you know, has he been given enough time? He, he could maybe argue that he hasn't. Uh, I, I've i sort of seen him a few times. He's been in early in the year and just seems to have drifted uh, for, you know, and Maybe he's just not feeling it, and not feeling that he's getting enough game time, and he gets a wee bit pissed off and decides, "Look, I'm not going to hang around here." Which is probably not what you need. You, you, we all know that you, you need to hang in there and maybe stick in and you know wait for things to happen, especially as a forward. So wee bit disappointing that he's not in there with with the quality that he has. But you know he has had chances, and for 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 whatever reason, it just hasn't worked.
0: Yeah, but but he's he Paul. He's still quite young, right? Yeah, he'd
3: be, God, maybe just mid twenties. Maybe oh, mid
0: twenties, right? I thought he was even younger than that. You know? But, no, no,
3: no. David like, Garland has been hanging around. No, yeah. he has been around for for the scene for a while. Yeah. And on, the, say, on the basis of that really
0: performance, Paul, I'm looking at thinking if he was a Donegal lad, I'd be like, put, put him in the team. Like he was absolutely unmarkable, You know? And listen, there was loads of county players around him in that. But I mean, he stood out. He stood out a, a, a mile, certainly, and certainly a guy. I suppose, as you said, sometimes things just don't fit. Uh, in certain teams, and and you kind of have to wait it out and and wait for your right chance and then stake a claim. But what the talent I've seen of him that night, Paul, it's 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 amazing that that hasn't happened for him.
3: It's a will, It is. You're not the only one though. Even around Monaghan, what you know, his name would be mentioned, and, and I know within his own club mates and and team that there would be uh, maybe a bit bewildered as to to why maybe not more has not been done to to hold Dave Davy in the, in the squad, but um yeah i, I don't i'm not, i'm not close enough to to know other than that yes he he certainly has the talent but you know, there's a lot of other things that's needed. You know, other than the talent, just to yeah. you know the commitment and the the sacrifices, etc. So I just can't comment whether yeah. all of that's uh, part of the part of the the, the package. So yeah. you know, but it it certainly is a loss. Like when you don't have talent like that within your squad now. But uh, the outside of that, like Monaghan would be and always have been in in my time. You know, have, having everybody that's available to him in the squad. Stephen O'Hanlon dropped out for a year or two uh, and he's back in now and you can see the, the, the impact he's making he's a guy with serious pace and you know a, a, a guy with, with pace like that in any team can always do harm and he certainly he hurt Donegal yesterday you know scoring north 3 from play and he was everywhere in the game to be fair to him and you know if there was a man in the match going he, w- he would have been right up there
0: Yeah I think that's a wider question Paul right players that uh, maybe don't want to come out they don't necessarily want that that lifestyle it is something that's happening as well I mean one of our own best words Shane O'Donnell has, has opted out for something similar this season. And listen, that's that's up to them. It's it's an amateur game, but there's certainly two lads are missed by the county. Lads, we're nearly read right up. I've, I want to throw another question or two to you just off the back of a a couple just a minute and a half from Call Rourke from, from Saturday night. It was up in Beg, If you as well hang on and uh, we'll close out the show
2: with that after these ad breaks. All right. The DL Debate with Sister Sarah's Kenny Serving food you'll love till 9pm daily in Sarah's Kitchen. And there's free admission entertainment every weekend. We at Highland Radio love Irish music and we want to show our support. Throughout Irish
4: Music Month this March, in partnership with Hot Press Magazine, we're asking you to support the Irish musicians, artists and bands who make every party every drive home, and every day magic. That's right. To celebrate Irish Music Month on Highland Radio, we're asking you to support Irish artists and musicians by buying Irish albums, Irish tickets, Irish T-shirts, and Irish music merch. Irish musicians have shown that they are right up there with the best in the world. So let's support them by buying Irish. Proudly supported by Highland Radio, Hot Press, IBI and the BAI Sound and Vision Fund right price tiles and wood flooring are 25 years old and to celebrate we're offering up to 70% off across all tiles wood flooring and bathware and each week 25 lucky customers will win their order for free that's right for free right price tiles and wood flooring up to 70% off birthday sale now on
2: Around the Northwest with John Breslin will launch Read DL 2023 with an outside broadcast at Kreisla National School this Tuesday, 21st of February. Read DL is an annual one-book, one-community program. So to hear all about this year's chosen book and to find out how you can get involved, tune in to John Breslin on Around the Northwest this Tuesday from 12 noon, live from Kreisla National School for the launch of Read DL 2023.
0: Yes, welcome back. Uh, as I say, on Saturday night, I was up in Own Beg to see Derry absolutely dismantle uh, Meath, and I just want to throw a couple of questions to the boys on the back of this. And here is their manager, Colm O'Rourke. I'll get him up for you now. This is this is it, Cass. You 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 need. I need to go back to the deck stays here. We're going to get a word from Colm here somewhere. If I can click him up. You gotta bear with me. I'll be a natural. It does soon, Cass. You know what? It. it won't take too long. Uh-huh. I'll faith you
4: to be our faith.
0: <laughs> but uh, listen, as I say, it was an absolute uh, annihilation. And listen, Derry, Derry, looking so so good It was kind of, it was kind of frightening that the two teams are yeah. in, the, in the same league. Yeah. No, he doesn't want really to talk to us. Do you know what? It's such a skin hey, he's not going to speak. But uh, <laughs> Cass, I was I was just looking at the, the naivety of of uh, Meath in this game, you know, and I know Rooks throw back to old school, and he wants to kick the ball, and he he, he like all of us, we hate blanket defence, and we want to go around it. But you need a certain talent to do that, you know. And uh, like as I say, Derry were drilled, and just was like it was like an embarrassment, and we can hear from Callum now for a second.
4: Uh, Derry were clinical in their execution but uh, we weren't at the races anyway in a lot of play in the first half so Derry sort of overrun us I was quite happy with the reaction from the lads in the second half and they showed a lot of spirit in fight but like, in reality the game was over well before half time and We went back to a lot of old habits, bad habits. We're playing the ball cross-field and we weren't getting players in front of the ball and we weren't doing a lot of the things that we have tried to do in other games. But when you have a young, inexperienced team, that's these sort of things happen and we're going to have to persist and learn from tonight and try and be better the next day. It's a, it's a, it's a long hill for us to climb, but we're going to work hard. They're good lads, uh, they're very committed uh, we certainly won't be giving up on it, but we've got a harsh lesson in the realities of top-flight football.
0: Yes, Cass, a harsh lesson in top-flight football. I don't know what Colm Root was expecting going to Derry. I mean, we've seen what Derry do, exactly what and they did it again to Meath. You know, it was as if... Meath were dropping players back, us, but they were going man-to-man. The Derry guys were pulling wide and leaving huge gaps that they were going through, and at the other end of the pitch, Derry stayed compact, their tackling was good, and it was just... It was just a team on another level. I mean, it looked more like Division 1 against 4.
4: Yeah, well, look, I was watching, obviously watched Meath this last couple of weeks since Column took over. I get his idea and and where he's coming from. He wants to go back to traditional football. But then when you come up against a a tactician like Rory Gallagher, I guarantee you he picked Meath apart and said, listen, guys, we're, we're just going to go to town on these boys because... I, I I like the idea and I do like the idea of open expansive football but you, like we spoke about Donegal you have to have some element of t- tactics or structure or system to keep you you know from sh- shipping heavy scores and 100% you, you know Rory works the same way I do like he's um, he would have sat down and he would have picked Meath apart the way they were going to set up the way they were going to play the holes they were going to leave and you know Derry just took them, took them to pieces you know Yeah
0: and and Paul you know Derry, like you're looking for the, they obviously came up short in the semi-final last year. They looked a bit ordinary in that semi-final, but you know they've they've this McAvoy fella in at fullback now, which allows Brendan Rogers to play up the pitch. You know they've 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 fellas like Lawton Murray, you know, um, Niall Lawton, players from that minor uh, All Ireland one inside and that's starting to come through, and now Derry do look like they've possibly options to back up Shane McGuigan. They're looking a very very dangerous prospect at the minute because that was as good as a. I suppose a modern day football performance, as I've seen.
3: Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And as as Cass says, there, like you know, no better man than Rory to to drill them, and and he certainly has them. Uh, you know, we all we all sort of figured that if, if if a guy could go up into Derry and and get all all the, all the guys that are available to him, or to the county playing and playing together and fighting for, for for the Derry jersey, that they'd be a force to be reckoned with, and and that's exactly what he's done. So. Look, I, I wasn't a bit surprised, you know. Maybe the the margin of defeat, but you know, you, you just felt that you know Mead coming off two good victories and playing nice football and scoring scoring plenty of goals. Like you, you knew rightly that they were going to run into a brick wall in in Derry, and would well, they be savvy enough to to get around it? And they weren't, and they were they were shown they were well shown out, or you know out, out of you know they were well out of their, their league, really, you know, in Derry. So, so what about Derry? Um, they're the team to beat in Ulster, um, you know, purely based on you know the strengths that they showed last year, and you know they've improved again. And it's purely I'd have to just keep putting it at the door of Rory. He's he's just you know continues to drill them really well. They're playing to a structure. They're playing to a plan every day they go out, and you can see them. You can see them going well later on in the year as well. Just down to the fact that you know what are they? It'll be a big sort of a challenge for them to try and get out of division one. Um, you know, and it'll be it'll be still a silly task to do that with Dublin down there as well and a few tough games to come, but they're certainly doing everything that you'd you'd like to you'd, you'd like to see in your in your county team and uh you know print play into a structure, yeah, boys fighting fighting toot and nail for positions and everything else. So mm. they're flying Derry and uh you know it'll be interesting to see can they get the go a couple of steps further. Is it is it within their, their grasp to win in all Ireland? Um yeah the, the quality in the forward line, you know, we, we just have to wait and see later on. Uh, how that's developing, but you know they're, they're certainly they're looking good at the moment.
0: Yeah, and Paul, listen, you're close to Meath there. You know, is there something in Meath that can get them back to this top table? Obviously, Colm O'Rourke. Do you know who was there? Actually, Sean Boylan uh, was there involved in the backroom team. I couldn't believe it. I seen him in there the last day. Maybe you were aware of that I, I wasn't. You know, so I suppose they're throwing back to the to the great glory years. And I'm sure when you were growing up, Paul, you would have. Uh, You'd have seen that Meath team that was just at looked like they would always be around the top. They've fallen off and they've never able to get back. I suppose the big thing for them, they, they want to compete with Dublin. That is their number one tie, but the number one objective. What I seen the last night, they're a long way off that. Although Dublin, of course, themselves are maybe a small bit out of sorts, but certainly um, still that Meath squad looked like they were way off a, a challenge against Dublin.
3: Yeah, no, I, I would, I would know quite a, a, a bit about mead football. I work with uh, with Mark O'Reilly, uh, you know, he, former Mead me All Ireland winner and uh, All Star. Um, that you probably maybe bumped into along along the, the road. Unfortunately, probably. yes. But, uh, you know, so, so proud of football county and you know the, the, their rich history of of, of All Ireland and great teams. And look, I was delighted to see Column coming into the role. A, a great time for him um, as an analyst and as a player before that. And you know, he, he talks He talks about the game So, so well um, You'd love to see him do well But it's, I think it's wishful thinking That, that you know Something's going to just happen On the back of Colin being in And, and you know he, He's going to you know Wave the wand or, And even Sean Boylan For that matter What you're looking for Is Colin to come in You know, you're looking for him To spend two or three Four, five years there maybe And try and just build And build and build It's just not going to happen uh, You know, over one season And, you know Yes, there's a there's a good quality Of player there But they just haven't been At the top table for so long and you know those guys are going to have to they'll work extremely hard they, they had a harsh lesson above in, in, in Celtic Park or up in Owen Begg you know don't they, they, they be the first team and don't be the last to get a lesson up there it's a difficult place to go any time in National League uh, or, or at any stage of the year so it was it was a, it was a harsh lesson um, they're, they're looking to make improvements this year it, it'd be good for them to finish sort of you know maybe challenge to, to, to get out of Division 2 if they don't get out of there they're looking to make improvements on where they were last year at Championship and you know Make incremental uh, changes and and see the trend move moving in the right direction. I think is what they need to see over the next period of time. But you know no better man than Column to do it, and I'd, I'd, you'd fancy them to, to to improve. At worst case, uh, as the year goes on.
0: Yeah, good man yourself, Paul. Great round up, lads. Cast just last question: our or or uh, under age structure, the fallout. Um, something we got to sort out and pretty quick because. Well, I was saying we're looking to end up on a, on a good news story, you know, and I just think at the minute, you know, Donegal football, you know, even the announcements from the county board about McBerty and late fitness test and that and there just seems to be some strange stuff coming coming out from our county board. We really need to it's a time to pull together, um, certainly and start I suppose producing and getting good players through from our from our underage academy.
4: Yeah, it's disappointing to be like you know. Nobody, I suppose, knows the full story. There's bits and pieces coming out left, right, and center. But somebody, as you said, somebody has to you know take the take take the lead here and 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 get get things back in track. Because like you look at our twenties, to be look at our seventeens, we're not physically developing as 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 well as other teams are doing around us. So unless we fix it quickly, um, we're going to fall fall behind. Um, you know, behind other counties. So Listen, whatever needs to happen, even the whole carry-on around the management this year, how long it took and the secrecy and all this kind of stuff, you know, I don't yeah. know. There just has to be more transparency, I think.
0: Yeah. Transparency with be great, Cass. It's the time to, to pull the for sure. Listen, lads, great round-up. Uh, Kevin Cass there, good and Donegal star and, of course, Paul Finley, Monaghan and Bally Bay and champs of, champs of Monaghan too, Paul. I have to give you the G up for that, boy. You're still uh, weaving that left wand of a foot
3: of yours you hold, you holding me back from the fat club training <laughs> <right there>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, so you can join me in here gas
0: and you can join me in gas lads. brilliant <laughs> round up thanks so much to the two boys there and of course Joe Dexter, producing head of sport Osh in Kelly and as I say we look forward to speaking to you all next week coming up is the Monday night sessions of course the, the exit Monday night sessions with uh, Jimmy and Paul stay tuned for that